All right, hello, and welcome to Intrepid Heroes, an actual play podcast of the Starfinder game system. We'll be playing through Dawn of Flames, a six-book adventure path from Paizo, the developer of Starfinder. My name is John Godek, and I will be the game master and sound technician for our game. Just a quick bit about me. I'm a Michigan grad, college professor, and former Coast Guard officer. I currently GM Starfinder in the Seattle area as a 3Nova GM. Next, we'll go to Julakosti. Hi, uh, my name is Mark. I am a uh, native of Seattle, and uh, I've been gaming rather a long time. Um, point of fact, I remember when we switched from basic to advanced D&D. Um, there was a break in the middle 80s when uh, the fad of D&D sort of went away, and I didn't know anybody who played, but I got reintroduced to gaming in the 90s, well, 90, and have been playing ever since. Uh, I am playing, as he said, Julakashti. Julakashti is a Vesk uh, soldier who uh, has the bombard uh, fighting style. Vesk are um, a, a reptilian race, uh, very large, very strong, uh, conquer conquerors, warriors. Um, so he stands seven foot two, a little bit larger than an average Vesk. And he's a burly guy even for uh, one of his own race. Um, wearing heavy armor, uh, also has a bandolier of grenades across his chest, and carries the traditional Vesk uh, melee weapon, a Dashko, which is a set of energy spikes on a uh, pole, essentially. Um, Julakashti is uh, very fond of blowing things up. Uh, he has an almost childlike glee for it, in point of fact. Uh, if uh, if the Mistbusters were a thing in Starfinder, he would be a total fanboy of Adam Savage. Um, his other love is for a woman. Um, and uh, he loves her very much, but she is of a higher social status um, than he is. And that prevents him from marrying her, for now. Uh, his uh, ultimate goal is to uh, gain enough status within Vesk culture to, uh, to be able to marry his love. And for the Vesk, um, winning is pretty much everything. So gaining social status means going out, winning battles, coming back covered in glory. It unlocks all doors. So that's what he's... And uh, he uh, suffered a bit of a setback. Uh, when he was kicked out of the uh, Vesk military just fairly recently, there were some uh, unauthorized detonations, let's say, and certain equipment uh, was destroyed. So he was uh, disinvited from there and has since made his way to the Pack Worlds to pursue a uh, career as a mercenary. That's Next, it. we'll go to uh, Raz. So my name's Scott. I uh, am actually an employee at Paizo. been there for five, almost five years now. Um, only been gaming for about 10 and so see how quickly you can get into the uh, industry, right? Um, grew up in Ohio, moved to Florida for a while and then just happened to randomly apply for the job and got it and went, well, I guess I'm moving. Um, I work for them, uh, just basically in finance and also doing, um, some things with, uh, distribution for sales. Uh, the character I'm playing is Razzleberry Tasselfoot also known as Raz. He is a raspberry and sort of black-striped skittermander. Um, he's about three foot tall, uh, has black eyes. He's, um, 
actually grew up on, I uh, was born and raised on Vesk 3, um, which was taken over by the Vesk by landing and telling the Skittermanders that they're in charge now. And the Skittermanders, of course, said, okay, and then went about their business, <laughs> which has sort of made the Vesk a bit confused since then. Um, he was, along with the natural desire to help, which most Skittermanders have, he developed an ability to reach even the most jaded of entities and uh, eventually became a somewhat of a motivational speaker. Um, put out a couple of, uh, of books, uh, electronic books, um, but uh, was also noticed by the Vest military and um, with them hoping to spur soldiers on to greater achievements than possible on their own um, or to bring enemies nearly to tears contemplating the lives their lives that they should be leading, um, he was asked to join, well, okay, so constructed, into the Imperial Grenadiers. Um, their uh, initial results were positive until he was helping out a particularly zealous soldier known as uh, Bombchucker, mm-hmm. yeah. um, who got a bit over-inspired. Uh, Raz was told to escort him off the base and, with no further instructions, continues to escort B.C. off the base, <laughs> possibly making him AWOL. Um, and if you don't know, that's actually Julakashti, yep. who was his good friend, and uh, like I said, he just found a way to keep going with him. <laughs> um, he u- is using this opp- as an opportunity to learn more about cultures and other cultures and species to broaden his range of helpfulness by giving others tidbits of what he has discovered and hopes to journey to as many places as he can to experience life as others do. Um, he's, much of his armor and weapons are of Vesk military make, coming from the Vesk. Um, he wears a Cestus battle glove, wields a pulse caster pistol in one hand, survival knife in another, and often has a book of quotes in a third arm. Well, you know, a data pad. Um, always ready to impart a bit of wisdom. So he will be helping out the group as much as possible. Um... But he can get a little bit scary in combat because he was used to helping Vesk. <laughs> All right, next we'll go to Whiskey. Whiskey is being played by Rob Helm. I'm a native of Seattle. I've been playing role-playing games since probably as almost as long as Mark has. I, by day, I am uh, working at a publishing and consulting firm, and by night, I fight crime and play role-playing games. Uh, specifically, so for the last year, Starfinder. Whiskey is a thin 30-ish Yusoki with bright eyes and calico fur. And you typically see her wearing a simple jumpsuit over her second skin armor. And typically, even more typically, with a bright lurid colored drink in hand or uh, maybe a bathrobe to head over to the sauna for a little bit of relaxation. She always seems to be relaxed. As far as what she likes to do or what her background is, well, the way she puts it, I wanted to get the red out as soon as possible. I wanted to get the hell out of Akaton and up to the stars. And so she took a job as a, with a startup 
mining neutron stars. Okay, yes, it was a stupid idea, but <laughs> they had very gullible investors. So they're the only thing you need for a real business plan. And she, from that, she, as she puts it, she learned to fix anything on a starship, including the people. Maybe not the computers, though, because computers are built on software, which is sort of like building buildings out of duct tape. She doesn't quite trust them. <laughs> but now she, her uh, cousin slash uncle Scooch managed to get her a position on a new venture, and she's going into it with a, a book of sage advice that she picked up from a, a Vesk philosopher, or so she thought, but turns out he's a skittermander named Raz. <laughs> She's still a great fan. All right. Koholo. Um, Koholo um, is being played by Stephanie Lundin. Um, I have been playing, been doing role-playing games since the late 80s, although I think I took some years off in the 90s. Uh, but this is my very, well, no, I guess that's not true. I have not had very much experience with Starfinder. Um, so I want, I guess this is my very first time playing it, but it's, it's close. Um, and, uh, for my, my day job, I'm an editor and freelance writer and, uh, um, mother of three, um, elementary school aged kids. So... Um, and we just moved to the Seattle area about a year and a half ago from Chicago. Um, okay, so uh, my character is Kaholo. Uh, she is a core. No, that's not going to help now. Uh, she's a Lashunta. A Kur... Karasha. Karasha Lashunta. Lashunta. Um, which are kind of. Uh, well, mostly humanoid, but slightly buggy in that she has antennas. Um, she uh, does not wear armor. Um, she does pull mystical energy out of the void and fashions it into a large hook. Um, she also uses a pulse caster for when she doesn't really want to hurt someone, but that's not actually, you know, just other people might have attitudes. Um, She's been a mercenary for a while. She doesn't like to talk very much about her background. Um, she tends to be kind of private. She she tries really hard to, uh, like, you know, get come up with win-win solutions. But you know, if push comes to shove, then it's her way. And um, she's not afraid to, you know, try to to kind of uh, punch her way through a situation. All right, and we have Scooch. All right, Scooch is played by Ron Lundin. Um, I am, uh, most importantly, Stephanie's husband, um, The uh, which makes me also the father of three elementary school-age kids who also came to the uh, Seattle area from Chicago a year and a half ago. Um, I work at Paizo. I've been working at Paizo. I actually, we actually moved here um, so that I could take a job as a developer at Paizo. I work primarily on the Pathfinder Adventure Path line. So fantasy is sort of my day-to-day -day work. Um, and then uh, playing sci-fi games in the evenings. Um, I've done an awful lot of writing for RPGs. My first um, 
role-playing game writing credit was in 1993, although I've sort of accelerated more recently. Um, and I particularly, and most like writing adventures and you know, creating the sort of stories that people can tell with their friends around the, uh, the dining room tables. Uh, uh, I am playing Scooch, uh, Whiskey's cousin, older cousin. Uh, Scooch is a Yosoki, one of the rat people. Uh, survivalist originally from the planet Akaton, um, but he decided he would leave years ago in order to like travel into the to, to near space and then into the vast. His explorations were all televised on a show that got far more popular than he ever would have liked called Scooch Eats It. And <laughs> Scooch Eats It is all about how he would go to like exotic cultures and sample the local delicacies or get like lost in the wild and then have to live off the land and whatever, eating whatever, you know, berries or other type things mm-hmm. were in the, uh, the wild, all of it televised, um, eating gross things professionally sort of wore on him. So he eventually wanted to leave scooch eats it, left it behind. It's been years. Um, but he still has, and he's come back to the pack worlds. Unfortunately, he keeps running into people who remember him from the show and want him to eat gross things. Um, which he sometimes does grudgingly, loves his fans. Um, he's a middle-aged Yosoki with light brown fur, going a bit gray around the muzzle, um, and uh, wears a lot of the survival gear and the stuff that got him uh, got him along in the wild, camo pants and uh, survival knife and things like that. Uh, he's a Yosoki operative uh, who uses the uh, skill of getting around in the wild and uh, uh, his environment to his best advantage. All right, and that's our crew. Um as you can tell, none of us are voice actors, but rather this is our normal group playing our normal game. Uh, we've been together for about a year and a half now, um, except for Stephanie, who's recently joined us. And the rest of us, we just completed playing uh, Dead Sons, which Scott was gracious enough to um, GM for us. We just finished that last month. Hey. Um, so we decided you to lived. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> start into uh, this next uh, adventure path. Uh, fortunate for us, um, Ron actually wrote one of the books. And that's one of the ones that I will not be GMing, and we'll uh, have Ron come in as a, a guest GM for that. So uh, the purpose of this uh, podcast is just to provide an educational and entertainment um, podcast for everyday role-playing gamers. Uh, we seek to do this by playing and having fun, and as we do this, we're going to carefully uh, reference the rules, adhere to the rules, uh, explain the rules, and kind of the nature of overall gameplay. So hopefully people listening will get a sense for what it's about, how it works, and things like that. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to our Session Zero. Look for our Session One coming soon.